Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within, combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. Welcome to Matlana is brought to you by Winview Games. I know a lot of you guys have played a lot of DFS and made wagers against the house. And sure, sometimes you win, but probably more than not, you end up losing. Well, I want to introduce you to a new app called Winview. It's truly the most winnable way to play. New users actually win 50% of the time. It's that easy to win cash. All you need to do is answer yes, no questions before the game and even during it to win. So, yes, they have live and pregame contests. You can play for free or real money against folks that you're smarter than. And you can play your first $100 risk-free, so there's no reason not to try it now. Use my link. It's winviewgames.com slash Matt. That's winviewgames.com slash Matt. Get there now. If you're an iOS user, that link will take you directly to the App Store. It's a no-brainer. winviewgames.com slash Matt for WinView. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. All right, I know a lot of uh, Braves fans are still trying to digest the news of the Braves transition at first base from Freddie Freeman to Matt Olson. So I guess we'll keep the Matt kind of uh, trend rolling today, this week on Welcome to Matlana. Let's bring in... Matt Kawahara, who covers the A's for the San Francisco Chronicle, to give us a little more insight on what the Braves are getting. Matt, we appreciate the time. Uh, I told my audience, I mean, I, I could have lied and said, oh, yeah, I can give you a chapter and verse on Matt Olson. I don't watch a ton of Oakland A's games in Atlanta. So beyond the numbers, give the Atlanta Braves fan a little idea what they're getting in Matt Olson. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think you're alone with not really uh, having too much of an idea. I think, you know, a lot of players play out in Oakland and to the extent maybe sometimes the West Coast uh, aren't seen as much. And uh, Olsen is one example of a guy who I think will probably catch a lot of eyes being um, in more of uh, an East Coast sort of primetime situation. Um, I mean, you, you've seen the power numbers. Uh, that's probably what jumps out first. The last season that uh, that he had was a real bounce back from 2020. 2020 was a rough year for him, but um, he was able to, I mean, put together basically the best uh season of his career so far last year uh it's a smooth left-handed swing i mean the, you'll if you haven't seen his um his sort of setup before the swing is pretty distinctive uh the way that he holds his hands positions his bat uh, but got a lot of power um he really raked against lefties last year that was one area where he probably made some of the most progress um and then defensively i mean he's a guy who won has won a couple of gold gloves um and it's just really solid over there I mean, he really He's right-handed. Uh, he sort of feels the position like uh, almost like a middle infielder. I mean, the way 
that he's able to move his body and, and when he needs to throw either to second base or across the infield, um, he, he's able, I mean, he throws, his, his, he's probably one of the better throwing first basemen in, uh, in baseball and just really moves around well out there. So, I mean, all around, the Braves got a, got a pretty good one. So I did see one thing and just, you know, doing some looking at highlights and just some background. So I guess he went through kind of a, a change in his swing after you mentioned 2020, the weird 60-game season. He hit 195. You made a mechanical change, and, and we saw the benefit in 2021. How much did he talk about that? Yeah, a little bit. I think uh, he had had uh, good seasons and hit for a lot of power before that. Um, 2020 was a weird year for a lot of years, and I think he was just one one guy who just was never really able to get uh, sort of on track in that short year. One thing that he did do was kind of do some work with this uh, this machine um, that sort of helps him kind of, I think, adjust the fastballs and a little bit better. I don't, when he came back, it didn't look like – uh, it, didn't, it didn't really look like the guy that that you had seen in 20. I mean, he still hit for power um, in 20. It was just that uh, the average really popped out as, as you know, obviously being extremely low. Um, last year, it was just consistent basically throughout the year. I think, you know, he got up to a hot start, and it was just like he never never really went through a stretch uh, where he was struggling for very long. Um, and uh, really, I mean, he cut down the strikeout rate. The, that, that was another thing that popped out was, I think, in 20, the strikeout rate was something like 32 33%. And last year, he basically cut it in half. Um, and, uh, we, I mean, we mentioned the, the at-bats against lefties. He had 22 of his 39 home runs against lefties. Uh, and that was, I think, oh, close to what he'd had in his career before that. And so, yeah, all around uh, was able to sort of make a lot of strides last year. And I don't think – I mean, he's still um, – He's still at a, a point in his career where you know maybe uh, is even still getting better, um, and I think last year was an example of how you know he still had room to progress, and and it, I think the Braves are probably pretty confident that he'll either be able to sustain close to that or, or even get better from there. So my limited knowledge of just watching A's games on TV is that that's one of the old you know um, multi-purpose big stadiums, ton of foul ground. So I guess the theory from some folks is maybe he'll gain an advantage playing in Truist for a couple of reasons, short porch and right, no foul territory. So, you know, what kind of disadvantage, if I'll call it that, was it for him hitting in that ballpark out there? Yeah, for, uh, for he's a guy who can probably hit it out of just about anywhere. But uh, for some of the uh, maybe the fly balls that, that fell a little bit short and could – you know, potentially reach a wall or go over a wall in, in a place that's a little bit smaller or doesn't play with uh, sort of the same tamping down of fly balls as Oakland does. I mean, that's, you hear that from pretty much, you know, most hitters who come through, especially power hitters, is that um, that just, you know, the the way that the, uh, the Coliseum plays, um, it is, you know, it is big. It is kind of at that marine level where um, sometimes at night the ball just kind of dies if you, uh, if you hit it out there. So, yeah, and that was one thing that he mentioned. I mean, immediately after the trade was that getting to go play in some different ballparks, uh, getting a little bit of change of scenery, it might be something that, or it was at least something that he's excited about. So, so yeah, I think that's something that uh, that can also only help him as well. What are some things that, if I don't want to call them shortcomings, but just are there holes in the game anywhere? Is it late games? Is it, can he get in a funk? I mean, like what, what kind of stuff have you seen? I mean, nobody's close to perfect. What are some of the things that you see in Olsen that were at least concerning? Yeah, I mean, before last year, I would have said, you know, the strikeouts, like for a lot of power hitters, is an issue. Um, but it was it was something that he sort of cut down on. Um, I think, 
And defensively, it's, it's just it's just pretty solid. So I don't know that there's you know a whole lot there. 2020 was a funk. I mean, it was a funk from pretty much start to finish. So it, it, it's not like he's immune to that kind of thing. Um, but I think, you know, last year was an example where if he did go into one, it just didn't last for very long. I think maybe I think maybe there was one stretch uh, around the All-Star break, maybe right – was it right before or right after the All-Star break? Where he might have gone a couple of couple of weeks where he only hit uh, like one home run, but he was able to snap out of that and uh, and finish the year strong. So – yeah, like you said, nobody's immune to, to going through that kind of stuff. But um, last year he was able to, uh, you know, as I said before, pretty much be consistent throughout the, throughout the course of the season. Knowing what you know about his personality, what do you think about him having to step in as much as he didn't want to, you know, say I'm stepping into Freddie's shoes, Freddie Freeman's beloved here, MVP, just won a championship. How do you assume Olsen will handle that? Yeah, the personality is is – uh, is something it's interesting it's worth noting because he's um he's been described around here as basically about as low key or as low maintenance uh a player as you can get for a guy who produces as much as he does um bob melvin the the former A's manager who's now in san diego i mean he raved about olsen he, he was somebody who i mean the story that they told last year was uh olsen was struggling i think it was at double a or triple a this was maybe five six years ago um, Melvin had seen him, you know, gotten to know him a little bit through spring training and, and stuff. And he basically reached out during a season where Olsen was having a rough time and they were actually playing him like in the outfield, just seeing if he was, you know, an option out there. And, and Melvin reached out via text and just basically told him, Hey, you know, you're a, you're a good player. You're going to be a really good player, uh, hang in there. And, uh, but it's not something that, um, you know, he's not, he's just very, uh, sort of, even keel uh very understated personality but uh but the confidence also comes across um so I, in terms of stepping in for uh for a freddie freeman that, that was also something that olsen you know addressed and said that um you know he obviously he recognizes what freddie freeman has meant uh to to brace fans into atlanta uh, over the last decade plus and and olsen's a guy who is from uh from atlanta i mean he went to uh he went to high school in the area at parkview he said he grew, and he grew up a Braves fan. He was a Braves fan basically his entire life before um, before the A's drafted him. So uh, so he's really excited just for the chance to go back and play for his hometown team. And uh, I, I think he recognizes that um, that he is stepping into some big shoes. But I think his personality is such that it's not something that's going to going to phase him at all. What was his relationship with the fans? And the only reason I ask, I mean, that's something you build up over time. Again, not to, sure. to do the Freddie Olsen comparison, but Freddie grew into this love the hugs and the fans, you know, there was just a relationship there that grows with the face of the franchise. What was what was the relationship for Olsen and the fans? I think, I mean, the fans, he was obviously very popular with fans. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know that it was sort of, I don't know how effusive uh, he would be in terms of just interactions from day to day, um, but it was all, I mean, it was generally basically always positive. He's the guy that was uh, like, you know, Freeman in Atlanta. He was homegrown. He was drafted by the A's in 2012, came up through their system. So, um, so, you know, A's fans had known about him for a long time. And then he was, you know, one of their cornerstones for the last five years for teams that, uh, that made the playoffs four years in or had winning seasons four years in a row, made the playoffs three years in a row. Um, so, you know, fans were, uh, understandably pretty upset to see him go. And, uh, he was, you know, he was popular, 
in Oakland over the, over the last uh, last five plus years that he was here. So I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, like the writing was on the wall, and I know that's frustrating for A's fans because they've probably gone through this so many times of we build these homegrown stars, can't afford them, they move on. Chapman and Olsen being the latest too. So you said they, they certainly weren't happy, but like they didn't – this didn't blindside fans, right? They saw this coming. It didn't blindside them, but like you said, it's never, it, it doesn't make it easier. Um, it's probably, I mean, they have gone through this sort of cycle uh, before – one difference this year is obviously coming out of the lockout. Um, all of this stuff is happening just one after the other. I mean, they, they traded Chris Bassett uh, on, a, I forget what day it was. It was Saturday. I think it was last Saturday. Traded Chapman on, uh, or traded Olsen on Monday. Traded Chapman on Wednesday. Um, and those are three of their most productive and most popular players gone in the span of five days. So, um, so no, I don't think, I mean, no, A's fans, A's fans aren't naive at this point. They're, um, they have seen this sort of uh, overhaul cycle before. And, I mean, to the credit of the A's front office, they've even having had to do this multiple times in the last two-plus decades, they've still on the field had a lot of success. I mean, they, they have gone through down years, but, um, but with the way that they've been able to sort of restock farm systems and, and land players through trades that have been able to um, – to help them, I think they, it seems like they've really sort of accelerated those cycles where they're not down for too long. But, but yeah, again, I mean, to to, to both know that there's the potential for another stretch of losing seasons like that, coupled with seeing players like Olsen and Chapman go, coupled with the stadium uncertainty where the A's are talking about the potential of moving to Las Vegas, all of that is making it really, um, really kind of tough on on A's fans right now. Folks, I want to introduce you to a new partner here at Welcome to Matlana. It's my friend Holly Ramey from Mickey Travels. A travel planner is a great friend to have. And if you're like me, we got winter break coming up in a couple of weeks and then spring break and then it's summer vacation. You could be planning that vacation of your dreams, but that's a stressful job. Finding the best deals, understanding all the new travel protocols, not easy. Well, getting in touch with Holly Ramey at Mickey Travels will make that process so much easier. Whether it's booking your next trip to Disney, checking out that all-new Disney Genie system, which is intimidating, or knowing the current protocols if you're traveling abroad. Whether it's a cruise vacation, a beach trip, the Caribbean, or Disney, Holly will help you do it all. She's a certified travel planner working for you, making the vacation planning process stress-free and hassle-free. And speaking of free... This is a 100% free concierge vacation planning service. You don't pay Holly a thing, and she plans the vacation of your dreams. Plus, Holly also knows where to find some of the best deals. so You can end up saving money in the long run. My family's been working with her, and she's done a great job for us. She can do it for you. I want you to log on to the website. You can check her out at mickeytravels.com or directly get in touch with her at holly, H-O-L-L-Y, at mickeytravels.com. That's holly at Mickey. M-I-C-K-E-Y travels.com. Free service. She'll have your back making that vacation of your dreams possible today. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at roads-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, 
knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find? A craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The dailydraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like trivia night, kids eat free night, and more. The dailydraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. It's been a uh, pretty emotional week for Braves fans and Braves country as well with Freddie Freeman exiting to the Dodgers. Chip, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm as emotional as everybody else. Yeah. So uh, let's start with that right there. Um, I mean, you went through this process, never getting to free agency, though, working out a deal. Give me your thoughts just from 10,000 feet on how it all played out with Freddie eventually leaving. Well, I don't, I don't know the inner workings of what's gone on, uh, you know, behind the scenes and what was talked about with Alex and Freddie's representative. Well, no, that's uh, results. And nothing, and I think Atlanta Braves fans should be ecstatic that Alex Anthopoulos is their general manager to be able to immediately replace one of the best first basemen in the game with one of the best first basemen in the game, you know? Um, so very proactive, um, you know, the second that he didn't feel that Freddie Freeman was obtainable um he pivoted and and got Matt Olson so that is that is kind of GM he wants in the city but it doesn't it doesn't replace the sting of losing basically a family member and, and that is Freddie Freeman do you have an opinion if the Matt Olson trade would have been made on I guess it was Monday or early Monday if that wouldn't have happened do you have an opinion on how this would have continued to play out specifically with Freddie? Uh, no. And, you know, I, I told Buster only yesterday, uh, I, I wish we could kind of, and it's nothing against Matt Olson. I think he is a fabulous player. I think Atlanta Braves fans are going to be ecstatic with this acquisition through the duration of his time here in Atlanta. He is a fantastic player. Um, but it's it's one thing to to bring somebody new in who you know is great, but it's it's another thing to to lose a guy who, you know, a cornerstone of the franchise. And uh, you know, Freddie Freddie's gonna be missed because he's been a part of the family for the last decade plus, you know, and and that is it, the, the sting of that is not going to easily be replaced. You know, hopefully Matt gets out of the gate, you know, really fast and, and we get over this really quickly. But the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, we go to L.A. pretty early in, in April and Freddie's going to be coming back in June and we're going to be reminded of it. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make it any easier to get over 
Chipper Jones, the Hall of Famer, with Chuck and Chernoff on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Chip, I'm not going to ask you to interpret what Freddie was doing, but I'm going to put you in that situation. And as I said, you never got to the point of hitting the open market, which I'm sure you heard while you're leaving money on the table. Why was it more important for you to get something done rather than trying to get more money if it was available? Because I didn't want to play anywhere else. This is this is my home. This is this is where I wanted to play. I've got John Sherholtz as general manager. I've got Bobby Cox. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I've told Freddie this, and I have no problem telling you know everybody this, including Freddie. I do not agree with the way that this was handled on Freddie's side. If you want to play in Atlanta, then you play in Atlanta. Okay, you you maybe take a little less to be happy and play in a place that is comfortable to you. And the second that Freddie, you know, told me in when he rejected the five for third one thirty five after the All Star break, I told him, I said, you're playing a very dangerous game. You go out on the free agent market, you get courted by all the pretty girls that are on the block. You know, chances are you're not going to come back, you know. And if you take your time waiting on that sixth year, maybe into January, Alex Anthopoulos has a job to do. He's got to put together a team, a roster. He's not going to wait on you, you know, once they committed to not giving him the sixth year. I told him that. Um, And, you know, it's a very unfortunate set of, circumstances that happened from spring of last year until now okay you've got the the pandemic that hits we don't have any fans in the stands liberty is probably saying hey let's pump the brakes on giving freddie's extension so we figure out what's going to go on as far as revenue and fans in the stands and whatnot then you know we we make the offer at you know, after the All-Star break, and Freddie's like, man, I'm, I'm two months from free agency. You know, the, the price has gone up a little bit, you know. And then I have the conversation with him, and he, he, he plays, plays his cards the way he wants to. He's going to go to free agency. Now we go into the offseason not knowing that there's – I didn't know at that point that there was going to be a lockout. And – the lockout comes December 2nd. Okay, it goes all the way into spring training, and now we've got three and a half weeks until opening day, and stuff is accelerated. Like, everybody's kind of panicking, not really panicking, but, like, anxious to make moves, you know? Chipper, if we start, like, Monday afternoon after the Olsen thing, like, time starts then. Given that that had already happened, that the Braves had moved on from Freddie, I'm happy for Freddie right now. Southern California, winning franchise. He got a six-year of the money, all of that. I'm happy for Freddie. Do you think Freddie is happy for Freddie right now? I think Freddie is happy with what is second best. I think – I honestly think Freddie still wants to be a Brave. And I had a conversation with him two nights ago. And I'm not going to go into what Freddie said, any of the specifics of what Freddie said. I just know that he was shocked that 
the Matt Olson trade went through. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's where he was at. You know, so if, if that doesn't tell you that he was thinking that he was going to come back, then you're not listening. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The dailydraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like trivia night, kids eat free night, and more. The dailydraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. Hey, I'm Holly, a local business owner and busy mom of three. Look, I don't even remember the last time I took an uninterrupted shower. I definitely don't have time to shop for the best insurance rates. That's why I called the Rhodes Group. As an independent agency with relationships with multiple providers, they have the expertise I need to get the best coverage at the lowest rates. Check them out at roads-group.com. That's R-H-O-A-D-S-group.com. Folks, I'm not a great sleeper. I never have been. I need everything to be just right to get the best night's sleep possible. One of the things that I need to be just right is my pillow. And guess what? It's right now. Thanks to MyPillow.com, and I tried the MyPillow Premium. It's been a game changer for me. I went with the MyPillow Premium because I wanted the right neck support. I was tired of the old pillows going flat on me. And thanks to Mike Lindell, who invented the MyPillow product, which took over two years to develop because he wanted to make sure everything was perfect with the pillow that we all were going to need for the best night's sleep. Well, that's just one of the great products that MyPillow.com has available to you guys. And I want you to go to MyPillow.com right now. You can look for yourself and see the perfect pillow for you but now mike's changing the game with his six-piece towel set this set is made with usa cotton making extremely exorbitant yet still providing you the soft feel and the look you want in your towel the set comes with two bath towels two hand towels two washcloths typically retailing for 109 dollars 99 but for a limited time you can get this set for the low price of just 39.99 with promo code matt promo code m-a-t-t Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special to get this insanely low price of just $39.99. On the towel set, you'll find other deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Enter promo code MATT at MyPillow.com. Chip, and again, I'm only asking you for an opinion and putting yourself in this spot. It's not my money. So I can't relate to it exactly what it is. But I said to Chuck earlier in the week, it became clear that Alex was not going to go to a six-year. So Freddie could have the six-year somewhere else or the five and the 140 in Atlanta. I felt like maybe he was so dug in that that's why he had to stick to his guns. But I, I, I don't even know the way to frame this. 
it it sounds like he would have been much happier with the 5-140 and the legacy of the Brave and doing the Chipper Jones thing beginning to end. That sixth year and the extra $22 million is awesome, but I don't know. It, it feels like just listening to him and the way you're telling it, there's going to be a regret there for the rest of his life. Um, I don't know if there's a, a regret right now because he could win three of the next six World Series and, you know, have a great time out there in L.A. The fact of the matter is is that I know what I felt talking to him, that he didn't feel like his career here in Atlanta was over. And while it was not the way I would have handled things, I told Buster only this yesterday. I said, I hope for both parties' sake that uh, both sides negotiated in complete faith with each other and they had Freddie Freeman's interests first and foremost when they were talking to each other. I feel like there was some miscommunication some lack of communication and I'm pretty sure having worked with Alex from you know for the last four or five years ever since he's been here and being a part of the front office Alex was not the problem that's 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 what I'll say and I'll leave it at that you know so I, I don't know what happened but I'm Freddie Freeman is no longer here and that is a shame because, you know, this guy this guy wanted to be here, and he wanted to play here, and he's not playing here anymore. And it's, unfortunately, it's, it's, I feel like there's something behind the scenes that we're not, we're not getting the full story about. I, I know legacies and stuff get thrown around a lot, but as you said, you wanted to be here. That was important to you. And for Freddie, he said all that stuff, too. He said it for a long time. He said it after the, the World Series was over. He could go to L.A. And, and, as you said, win three titles. And that would matter, but it's it's different, right? I mean, the way you're received by this city, you might as well have been born here and you might as well lived your whole life here. I'm not saying Freddie won't be, but it will be different whenever his career is done than when he, when he does return. Is that fair? Well, I think it's fair. He's always going to be revered here in Atlanta regardless of – you know, whether he never plays here again or he comes back for a cup of coffee at the end of his career. I don't I don't know how anything's gonna unfold. Um, but let me let me let me remind some young baseball players of something and it's 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 a rule that I have lived by since very off early on in my career. When you hire representation Remember one thing, they work for you. It's not the other way around, okay? And I feel like that that ha- that is very pertinent in this situation. You know, there there's, you know, the Borises of the world, they're going to go and, and brainwash their clients into certain things. And, and I have no problem uh, telling that to Scott Boris's face. I had no problem telling him that when I was 18 years old, when I met him, when I met him, um, he, some, some guys are just real arrogant and pompous and they're going to try and 
make as much money as they can for themselves. And it is up to you as the player to put your foot down and make sure free agency is not always about money. It is about playing where you want to play. And, you know, I think that that, that might have gotten lost in this situation. I, I would be remiss. You talked about Olsen, so let's finish up with him. And I know you know his agent fairly well, a certain B.B. Abbott, so he was highly involved certainly in getting that eight-year deal done. Before You talked about the player, Freddie uh, Chipper. I thought it was intriguing how quickly an eight-year deal came together for Matt Olsen, which showed the Braves' commitment to not only Olsen, but it showed that, you know, maybe it was the years with Freddie, maybe it was just – you know, Alex's preference, but, like, what were your your thoughts when how quickly they got the deal done after the trade? Oh, I was on the ends with everything that was going on with the, the trade, the extension. I mean, having B.B. as my best friend and my agent, you know, B.B. and I maybe talk once every 10 days, two weeks. We've talked 50 times this week, you know, um, so just wanted to be kept in the loop. I knew that something like this was going to come to fruition. Um, Matt Olson is a guy from Atlanta. He's a guy who wants, who would love nothing more than to play in Atlanta, be, you know, a part of this organization and, and you know, be a part of, of the good thing that we have going now, you know, here with the Braves organization and, uh, you know, Freddie even conceded the other day when I talked to him. He was like, Matt Olson is a fabulous player. Atlanta is going to be good for a long time. Alex has done a great job of, you know, if if I'm not there, this is the guy to replace me. And he's done it on the cheap. Um, I heard a number where Acuna, Albies, and Olson are top five at their position in all of baseball, and they're making less than $40 million this next year. That's amazing, you know? So the amount of flexibility that we've gotten from signing Olsen early is uh, a tremendous testament to not only, you know, Alex, but my, my man, B.B. Abbott, down there at Jet Sports Management is working with him to, to try and get his boys, you know, some fair deals and, and put them in a place where they're comfortable. Olsen's answered the right way when asked the question, so I'll ask you, since you've been around, are you worried at all about Matt both coming home and also, it's going to be asked of him repeatedly, filling Freddie's shoes, trying to replace him, however you want to work it. Are you concerned about any of that? Uh, he's a guy that uh, I'm sure will appease the, the media with whatever questions they have. Um, that's, that's, part of, that's part of the game. Once you step in between the lines, it's it's all about playing baseball. And, you know, I heard you make fun of him for using his name in the third person the other day. <laughs> that was that was that was kind of funny. But the fact of the matter is, is I kind of dig the the fact that he had, you know, the the the, the brass to be able to say, look, I am who I am, and I'm going to do what I do, no matter what city I'm in, who I'm replacing, whatever, you know, I, you know, I, I, I get how you were kind of poking fun a little bit and that it made it all funny. Um, but the fact of the matter is it, it makes no difference. He's going to go out 
he's going to have monster ears for the Braves, and, and we're getting him at the good time right when he's coming into his prime. Yeah, Chuck loved that, too. <laughs> hey, Chip, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for making time for us. I know Braves fans have uh, had an emotional week, and uh, we love to hear the insight that you can always bring to the uh, show. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer, Matt Lear, for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week. And welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming and parties don't stop till eight in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. and parties don't stop yeah. till eight uh, in the morning. Now the party don't start till I walk in and I usually don't leave until the day is. But uh-huh. in the meantime, here's the cool guys. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.